she probably be trying to get out But Madison, she's having fun Living an old-time radio life Our explanation is done Madison, what do you want? Come on out right away, Jughead. It's a matter of life or death. Oh, relax, Madison. Relax. Okay, guys. I've been noir detective, superheroes, a western sheriff, fought Martians, was Dr. Watson to Sherlock Holmes a couple of times, but never a teenager? Yes, here he is again, the youngster millions of readers of Archie Comics Magazine know and love so well. Archie, Andrews, and all his gang. Well, Madison and all her gang. <laughs> and do we have a studio audience? It's nice to get audience reaction for once. I mean, all of you out there listening, I I I'm always thinking, is it funny? Are they even laughing? Whoa, <laughs> a bigger response than I expected. <laughs> Ugh, this canned laughter is terrible. Okay, that wasn't even a joke. Cut that out! It's annoying! Oh, this fake laughter reminds me of watching episodes of Full House. The only time that show was funny was when Aunt Becky got caught in that college admission scandal. And now for our weekly visit to Riverdale. It's Saturday morning as we look in on the Andrews home. We find Mr. Andrews in the living room reading his newspaper. And so my little girl came over to me and said, <laughs> and then she said, Mommy, is that a proper thing to do? <laughs> oh, oh, those kids. Hey, Dan, what are you laughing at? The fact that you'll be the last generation to benefit from Social Security and Medicare because those programs will slowly become dismantled because they're considered communist and socialist, which isn't the same thing, but who cares? I have got to stop leaving my copy of the Wall Street Journal where you can find it. Oh, Fred. Hey, I thought sitcom moms from old-timey shows always wore pearls. Oh, you think your father could afford pearls? Why, the diamond in my wedding band is so small, when he put it on my finger, I thought he dropped it. So I went down to my hands and knees at the altar. I have a similar story, but it involves role-play and a priest costume. Can you women be quiet? I'm trying to read the funnies. Fred, there's something I want to ask you. I'd like to have the living room wallpapered. What's wrong with it now? Nothing. If you like living in a waiting room at an underfunded low-cost health clinic. I agree with Madison. There's something so cold and plain about a painted room. I think wallpaper would be so much warmer. It could look like a waiting room in one of those high-end OBGYN clinics, where the examining table cushions have warmers to help ease the indignity of the stirrups. Well, all right. Uh, call a paper hanger and get an estimate, dear, then we'll see. I already did. They only want $50 to do the room. $50? $50? Mary, what are they going to paper the room with? Dollar bills? Ooh, they put in a stripper's pole. Definitely warm up the room. Oh, Fred, don't be silly. $50 is cheap. Seriously, 50 bucks? Including drinks and G-string tips? You wouldn't have anything left over for a private lap dance. Mary, I could wallpaper the room myself for one-tenth of that. Yourself? You heard me. Mary, if you want that living room wallpapered, I'll do it myself in an hour. But Fred, I... And Madison will help me. Whoa! Look, I'll dance on the pole. I still got the moves. But putting up wallpaper? All right, if you insist. I do insist. Did you have the wallpaper picked out? Yes, it's down at Johnson's Paint and Wallpaper Store. 
Madison, you go down for it right now, and we'll do the job this morning. When I go down to the store for the wallpaper, can I pick up some day laborers, too? You are my day laborer. Now go! Now? But, Dad, I'm waiting for a call from Veronica. She said she'd call this morning. And since this is the era of prehistoric phones, I have to stay in this cave if I want to receive a phone call. Madison, it will only take a minute. And if Veronica calls while you're gone, I'll ask her to call back. She'll call back? Yes, she'll call you back. Wait, I miss a call. She leaves a message. She calls back? You sure? This is a total breach of phone etiquette. I mean, I would have preferred a few texts in there before a phone call, but along with no power steering or vegan options, I've managed to adapt to these ancient times. Fine. Now, when you get there, just ask for the wallpaper Mrs. Andrews ordered. Do I get paid for any of this? Or are we talking teenage slave labor? I'll give you 50 cents. How about I give you a dollar to find somebody else? Get going. I'm not old enough to make my own decisions. Am I at least old enough to take your car? Or do I have to ride a bike to pick up wallpaper? Take your mother's car. My car? Oh, I'm the bad teenage driver, right? I'll have you know, I've been driving for a decade. That decade hasn't even happened yet. So none of my major accidents are on my driving record. I could actually qualify for insurance in this era. All right, Mary. All we have to do while Madison is gone is move some furniture out of the way. Come over here and help me move the sofa. Oh, but Fred, it's so heavy. You just have to give it a little push. Okay. Put your back into it, Mary. I'm trying. I'll get it. You'll never be able to move the sofa, Mary, if you're lying on it. Hello? Hey, Dad. It's Madison. Oh, hello, Madison. How are you? Uh, 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 Madison? Where the Dickens are you? Dickens? Watch your language, Dad. This is a family show. You should be home by now. Well, I mentioned to the dude running this place that you're making me help you put up the wallpaper. All right. So? So, he said, what are you putting it up with? Putting it up with? I think he's trying to upsell some wallpaper paste. Oh, good grief. Yes, uh, buy some paste. And a brush to put the paste on with. I suppose so. And another kind of brush for smoothing out the paper after it's up on the wall. Uh, all right, Madison, get, get the other kind of brush, too. And a knife for trimming the edges. Uh-huh. A ladder. Uh-huh. A new pair of shoes. Uh-huh. A new pair of shoes? Why do I need a new pair of shoes to wallpaper? Those are for me, because that 50 cents ain't gonna cut it. Madison, just have Mr. Johnson put the items he recommended on my account and get home. Wait, you have an account? Of course. Just at this store or other places? Most places in town, I suppose. Uh, I might be a little late. Bye! A little late? What would make her a little late? The shoe store next to the wallpaper store? Mary, remind me next time to have a son. Mom! Dad! I'm home! We're in the living room, dear. Well, it's about time. What else could go wrong? Hiya, Mr. Andrews! Jughead! Who'd you expect? Amos and Andy? Ooh, no. The racism in that show makes Trump look woke. Jughead, what are you doing here? Gee whiz, I was helping Madison carry in all the wallpaper and stuff. Oh, Fred, look at all this. Wouldn't it have been cheaper to pay the paper hangers to do it? You've practically spent the whole $50. Close. Total came to $38. But that includes the light bulbs I broke trying to carry the ladder out. And don't forget the 75 cents Madison said you'd pay me to help. 75 cents? What you offered me, plus my commission. 
Oh, Fred. Well, not Mary. J just look at all the tools I'll have left over. <laughs> We're still saving money. And by paying your entire labor force a grand total of $1.25, you're a real American capitalist. All right, Jughead, you get the paste. Yes, sir! Madison, hand me a roll of wallpaper. Hold on a minute. Where, where's the wallpaper? Not in here. Thank you, Jughead. It must still be in the car. I'll go get it. The only thing still in the car are those boxes of new shoes you bought. Thank you, Jughead. Madison? I must have forgotten the wallpaper on the counter at the store. Oh, but the shoes you didn't forget. Fred, Madison will just run back to the store and get the wallpaper. But what about my call from Veronica? <gasps> did she call while I was out? What did you tell her? She's definitely calling back. All oh, these landlines are so stupid. At this point, I'd gladly take a Blackberry. Madison, get going. Hey, Jughead, want to make an extra 25 cents? What I gotta do? You go back to the store and get the wallpaper. Do I get to drive your mom's car? Sure. What? Wow, if this keeps up, I'm gonna make a whole dollar. Living the dream, Fred. All right, Madison, you get the paste. If you want me, I'll be in the kitchen. Oh, are you gonna make lunch? I love how old-timey sitcom moms cook. The closest my mom ever came to cooking was lighting her cigarettes with a gas burner. If you want someone to make lunch, ask your father. He seems to want to do everything himself today. Ouch. You might want to look into buying those pearls after all, Dad. Or you're going to be sleeping alone on a couch in a newly wallpapered living room. Stop talking and get to work. We've already lost the entire morning. I'll get it. Why me? Yellow. Hey there, Madison. This is Veronica. OMG, girl. I thought I was going to miss your call. Sup? Madison, make it quick. We have work to do. Is that your father? He's my sitcom dad. Mr. Brady, he's not. Well, I am just dying to come over and show you the new dress I got. Sweet! And I'll show you the new shoes I got. You're taking those shoes back to the store. Should I take back the tampons I bought too? So I could walk barefoot through the Crimson Tide? <laughs> What'd he say? What'd he say? Nothing. Mention any female bodily functions to your father and all conversation ends. I highly recommend this tactic if your dad likes to talk right-wing politics. So, Madison, I have to go downtown to meet my mother in a little while, but I'll stop by on my way and show you my dress. Cool. I'll see you soon. Later! Why did you tell Veronica she should come over here? Again, ancient phones. I'd rather she just send me a selfie of her new dress and not have to do so much in-person stuff. But Steve Jobs won't be born until the 50s, so here we are. Well, can we please try and get something done? As soon as you get your foot out of the bucket of paste. My foot out of... Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Fred, I've decided to go to the market and... What are you doing standing in the paste bucket? If you're applying the paste with your shoe, does that mean I need to go back to the store and return the brush? Because I'm running out of quarters to pay off Jughead. Oh, for pity's sake, Fred. Don't you dare take your foot out of there. You'll get paste all over the floor. Madison, go out in the kitchen and get a rag for your father's foot. Paper hangers looking better and better, aren't they, Dad? Just get a rag. Mary, I can't stand in this paste all day. Mr. Andrews, I got the paper and... Gee whiz, Mr. Andrews, what are you doing standing in the paste? Jughead, I am not standing in the paste because I wanted to. I didn't see the bucket, and it... Fred, keep your foot in that bucket. Mary, this paste is cold and wet. I don't know where you keep your rags, so I grabbed the apron from behind the pantry door. That's my good apron. Your good apron? How many aprons you got? I've never worn an apron in my home. They made me wear one at Applebee's, 
And after that, I swore off aprons and polo shirts. Ooh, polo shirts. The universal uniform of crappy customer service jobs. Here, Mrs. Andrews, use my rag. What were you doing with a rag in your back pocket? Oh, you know, for rag emergencies. Thank you, Jughead. All right, Fred, you can take your foot out now. Oh, good grief, look at that. About half the paste is gone now. Yeah, it's all in your shoe. See, maybe you did need wallpapering shoes. Madison, you'll have to go back and get more paste. We'll never have enough now. But Veronica's on her way over. I'll go. Oh, thanks, Jughead. For a price. Another quarter? Deal. Dad, looks like I'm going to need an advance on my allowance. Or your bank account rounding number. Now, Fred, clean up your shoe. I'm going to the market. Jughead just took your car. Fred! You can't take mine. You don't know how to drive a manual transmission. I'll be in the kitchen. Definitely get the pearls. Enough out of you. Hand me that pair of scissors. These scissors? Those scissors for cutting the paper. All right, all right. I'm guessing this show never had a Father of the Year episode. Now, I'll just unroll a long piece of paper right on the floor like that. Uh, Madison, you hold it flat on the floor while I cut. But... Can you just hold this paper for one minute while I cut it? But... Madison, I'm losing my patience with you. All righty, I'm holding it. Cut away. Nothing to this job. Just be careful that I cut it straight. Follow this line of roses right across, and I'm almost through. There we are. <laughs> see, Madison? I see that you just cut the throw rug in half. What? The rug? <gasps> Your mother's favorite rug. And those were also mom's sewing scissors. Should I just book a flight for you out of the country? Fred, when I go to the market, I... What's that you're holding? Half a rug and scissors dull enough for preschoolers to play with? My sewing scissors and my favorite scatter rug. They're both ruined. Absolutely ruined. Well, Mary, <laughs> I, uh... I've had that rug for years. Mary, I, uh... <laughs> my mother gave it to me when we got married. Mary. Oh, now look at it. <laughs> when you guys get divorced, I'm living with Mom. Like that. <laughs> I'll buy you a new rug. And scissors. And pearls. A string of real pearls. The big ones that look like they could choke a horse. An, a new rug? Well, I've been wanting a new rug for the longest time, and I know where I can get a lovely new rug for only $15. $15? Oh, but Mary. Dude, now is not the time to protest. Negotiations are in your favor. Maybe I can sew this one together again and put it in the bathroom. You can't win. Madison, hand me that paper. I got it! No, I'll get it. Hello? Hello, Mr. Andrews. This is Betty. Is Madison home? No, Betty. It's Betty? I'm sorry, she's not home. What? She's not? Are you sure? I thought I just heard her voice. No, no, oh, not home. You must have heard the radio. I'm here! I'm being held prisoner in my own home, forced to do slave labor! Well, whatever radio show you're listening to, it sure sounds like Madison. Oh, that's ridiculous. Who'd listen to a show with Madison? Hopefully a lot of people. Uh, Betty, look, I will tell Madison you called, but I have to go. I'm trying to wallpaper the living room. Oh, you are? Yes, I... Golly, I helped my father wallpaper the kitchen last year. Isn't it fun? Can I come over and help? Well... Oh, thanks, Mr. Andrews. I'll be right over. Bye. Be uh, wait, uh, be Betty, uh, uh, hello? She's coming over to help. Break out another roll of quarters. 
I've made sandwiches for lunch, including one that is vegan and gluten-free for you, Madison. Best sitcom mom ever. Vegan? Gluten-free? What kind of crazy sandwich is that? Oh, I have no idea. I just made the usual liverwurst on rye and called it that to make her happy. Well, save mine for later. I'm about to hang the wallpaper. You're just starting to hang the wallpaper? If I didn't keep getting interrupted... I'll leave you to it. All right. Now we're getting somewhere. Just need to smooth this piece out with a brush so there's no bubbles from the paste. I got the paste, Mr. Andrews! Here you go, Mr. Andrews! Anything else I can do? No, Jughead. Why don't you go into the kitchen and and have some lunch? Golly, it's lunchtime already. No wonder my stomach's growling so loud. Just don't disturb me, all right? Can I ask you a question first, Mr. Andrews? Quickly, quickly, what is it? Do those flowers look kind of droopy to you? Droopy? Sure, droopy. They're sort of hanging down, ain't they? Oh, no. Hey, Jughead, you gotta try my mom's vegan sandwich. It's called Liver is the Worst, and it is so good. Madison, you need to go to the store and pick up more wallpaper. What? Why? Your dad hung the wallpaper upside down. Well, if people weren't coming and going all the time, and the phone ringing off the hook. Can't take responsibility for your own mistakes, huh? What's your day job? You must be a manager. Oh, does that mean I gotta go back to the store? Look, I got Veronica and Betty coming over. I would be a bad hostess if I wasn't here to receive them. In fact, I should probably be getting some Sara Lee cakes out or something, right? Do I get another quarter? Yes, Jughead. Look on the bright side, Mr. Andrews. Maybe when the paper dries, the roses will straighten up. (laughs) The friends you keep, Madison. What do you want from a guy called Jughead? Betty. Jughead? And here comes another one. Hello, Mr. Andrews. Here I am. Oh, hiya, Madison. You must have just gotten here. Yeah, I got stuck in traffic on my commute from the kitchen to the living room. Oh. <laughs> so, how can I help? You actually want to help put up wallpaper? Sure. You're the goody two-shoes one, aren't you? What can I say? I look like a Betty, but I'm definitely a Veronica. Betty, maybe if you and Madison and I form a sort of assembly line, we can get something done. All right. I guess. Madison, you cut the paper, and Betty, you put the paste on it, and I'll... He'll what? He just walked away. Where is he going? It's time for our sponsor to visit. The sponsor's at the front door? Sure. He visits every episode, and the writers have to find a way to make it plausible. Okay, I gotta see this. Hello, Mr. Andrews. Oh, hello, Mr. Sherry. Well, what's going on in here? Oh, uh, I'm wallpapering the living room, Mr. Sherry, but I'm having a little trouble. Trouble? Now, why should... Hey, who are you? Madison, don't interrupt Mr. Sherry. Go on with what you were saying, Mr. Sherry. (laughs) That's all right, Mr. Andrews. I was just saying that I wallpapered my living room a few months ago, and I didn't have a bit of trouble. You didn't? How did you do it, Mr. Sherry? Does the sponsor pay us for every time you say Mr. Sherry? Madison! Well, the first thing I did was go down to the grocery store. The grocery store, Mr. Sherry? Mr. Sherry, Mr. Sherry, Mr. Sherry. How much money did we make? And at the grocery store, I got the new handy one-pound package of Swift's Premium Franks. So you're here peddling hot dogs? Swift's Premium Franks? Swift? Like Taylor Swift? 
Mr. Sherry, how did buying the Swift's Premium Franks help you wallpaper your living room? Well, when you're doing a difficult job like that, you need a good substantial lunch. And there's no finer lunch than those plump, delicious Swift's Premium Franks made of all dinner quality meat. Swift quality meat. Sounds delicious, Mr. Sherry. Hot dogs. Taylor Swift hot dogs. What kind of kids eat Taylor Swift hot dogs? Fat kids, skinny kids, kids who climb on rocks, tough kids, sissy kids? OMG, this jingle is so offensive. Taylor, I'm sorry I dragged you into this joke. Just go to promo break. Go. Hey, welcome to the last Comic Shop Podcast. A comic book podcast that actually talks about comics. Yep, each week we open the shop up and read and discuss a comic. Sometimes we pair that up with comic book movies or TV shows. Or not. Lots of times it's just comic books and sound effects. Oh, yes. Definitely lots of sound effects. So tune in on all the major podcasting platforms to the Last Comic Shop Podcast. Or check out our library of evergreen shows at www.lastcomicshoppodcast.com. Well, while Madison handled the promo break, Mr. Andrews took advantage of Betty's go-getter attitude, and soon the two had successfully wallpapered an entire wall. We rejoined them as Madison comes back into the living room. Hey, that actually looks pretty good. All the flowers are right side up. Before, it looked like a botanical garden in a drought. With the right help, this job isn't hard at all. Why, thank you, Mr. Andrews. Thank you, Mr. Andrews. Well, you and your fabulous assistant better hurry up and finish. It's getting late. The sun's going down. Don't be ridiculous. It's only one o'clock in the afternoon. Then why is it so dark in here? Is Jughead back with my car yet? Fred, what happened to the window? Window? On that wall. You papered over the window. Betty! I just handed you the strips of wallpaper. You put them up, Mr. Andrews. Wallpapering over the sun. Plummeting everything into darkness. It's like a teenage goth bedroom. I got the paper, Mr. Andrews. What are you going to do about it, Fred? Gee whiz, that wallpaper sure makes the room look dark. I suddenly have an urge to listen to the cure. Mr. Andrews papered over the window, Jughead. Why'd you go and do that? I didn't. Well, you can't just leave it like that. Nothing to worry about, Mrs. Andrews. Just cut the paper off where it covers the window and everything will be all right. Yes, Jughead. But where does it cover the window? Oh, that's easy. Just thump around on the wall. You'll find it. See? There it is. Jughead, I think you just spent that $1.50 you made. You want that I should go back to the store and get some glass? No. This time I want Madison to go. But Veronica is still supposed to come over. Veronica? She is not helping with the wallpaper, is she? It doesn't seem up her alley. Ooh, Sandra D's got claws. I am not concerned about Veronica and her new dress. Go get the window glass, Madison. Too late. She's here. I'll go get the glass, Mr. Andrews. Ugh, for 25 cents? Hey, yep, back hey in the jiffy. Madison. Oh, no. There he goes with my car again. I'll never make it to the market. All right, Betty. You go outside and clean up the broken glass. Come along, Betty. I'll show you where the dustpan is. Okay, Mrs. Andrews. Could this day get any worse? Well, hello, Mr. Andrews. The Southern Belle of Riverdale. OMG, Dad, don't you just love Veronica's new dress? And don't you just totally want to buy me one? 
It's lovely, Veronica. Thank you, Mr. Andrews. I gotta show you my new shoes. I didn't think I'd ever get into 40 shoes because of the distinct lack of thigh-high stiletto boots, but I am a shoe girl, and these are so cute. I'd love to see them. Where are they? They're in the car. Ow, Jughead just took the car. He did? Whatever for? The warden here has us wallpapering the living room. Didn't there used to be a window over there? I'll be outside seeing how the glass cleanup is going. You really like my new dress, Madison? You sure you're not just saying that to make me feel good? I cannot remember a time when I told anyone anything just to make them feel good. Well, thank you. I'm glad I stopped by, but I have to run along now. Madison, your father wants you to cut the wallpaper. Oh, Veronica, I didn't realize you were here. I was just showing Madison my new dress. Seems I've seen yours around for some years now, hmm? I wore this because I was helping Mr. Andrews' wallpaper. Yeah, and apparently, she's the daughter he never had. Well, Betty has always been good with helping around the house. Seriously. And who offers to help a friend's dad wallpaper? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't realize being helpful was such a character flaw. It's just sad that you so crave validation that you kiss up to everyone. There should be a 12-step program for people addicted to being nice. It's unnatural. And terribly annoying. Truth. Oh, is that so? Well, Veronica Lodge and Madison Andrews, for two cents, I'd give you both a paste in the mouth. And I do mean paste. What do you think you're going to do with that paste brush? Uh-oh. We made the girl next door angry. She might use her virginity powers. You're not a V-I-R-G-I-N? No, I'm an S-L-U-T. Take that, both of you. <coughs> you hit me. How does it feel to have paste in your face, Madison? Familiar. Remember, S-L-U-T? Well, I'll show you how paste feels, Betty Cooper. Veronica, put that paste bucket down. You hit me! I'll show you! You put that brush down right now! How dare you! Stop it! Look, This reminds me of my sorority fundraiser. Say what you want about ladies' mud wrestling. It's a crowd pleaser. You are so jealous of kill you! Keep hitting me with that paste and I will go Dwayne Johnson on your ass! When he was still the rock and not doing Disney movies. Oh boy, what a fight! Girls, girls, what's going on here? Just a little war! Who hit me? Quiet! 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 Now, listen to me, all of you. This nonsense has gone far enough. I don't know. I liked it. Well, Jughead's finally hit puberty. Quiet! Now, I am really surprised at you girls fighting like alley cats. Aren't you ashamed of yourselves? Yes, Mr. Andrews. Not even. That was barely a cat fight. I don't see the cops on our front lawn or TMZ trying to get photos. But just look at what Betty did to my new dress. It's ruined. And Veronica ruined my new hairdo. That's a new hairdo? I thought she found it in the back of her closet with that dress. I'll scratch your eyes out. I'd like to see you try. I'll show you. Back off, pretty, pretty princess. Now, girls, girls, don't start fighting again. Veronica, I'll buy you a new dress. You will? Yes. And Betty, I'll pay for a new permanent for you. Oh, golly. Thanks, Mr. Andrews. I'll just take a one-time cash payment. 
I'll deal with you later. Does that settle everything? Uh-huh. Now, let's quit all this nonsense and get this wallpaper finished. Does this mean I gotta go buy more paste? No, we'll just scrape off what we can from the girls. I volunteer to scrape. You come anywhere near me with those teenage male hormones, and I will personally make sure no girl ever jugs your head. Uh, I think my mother wanted me home now. We're almost finished. If we all pitch in. Me too? Don't try to pull that diva crap now. Covered in that paste, you look like an underbaked gingerbread cookie made by a toddler. Less talking and more working. Oh. Is Jughead back? Oh my goodness, would you look at this mess. Now, now, Mary, it always looks worse before the dawn. How will we know when it's dawn? You papered over the window. I'm going to the market. We'll be done by the time you get back. Take a really long time at the market, though. Maybe grab a bite. Catch a movie. Oh, my poor living room. I am so not a DIY person. I'm a YDI person. You do it. I'm back. Do I come into the living room or go upstairs in bed to cry? Mary, Mary, come and look, dear. Why, Fred, it's, it's finished. Done. And when you speak of it to others, you will remember the sacrifices made here today. A day that will live in wallpaper infamy. And despite all our troubles, we got the job finished in hardly any time at all. Maybe if you're going by union contractor standards. And how much did you spend to do it? Well, now let's see. $38 at the store the first time. Then the extra paste, uh, about $4. And the extra paper, a dollar. The rug, $15. The window was $3. I made $1.75. My dress is $25. My permanent is $5. Don't look at me. The shoes were an unrelated expense. I did offer you that original 50 cents, Madison. The total is $93.25. That's over $43 more than the paper hanger wanted. And my Saturday was ruined, so I'm taking Monday off of school. You can't take Monday off from school, Madison. Why? Do I gotta get my shift covered? Jughead, will you work my English lit class for me? Gee whiz, we're in the same class. Oh, you're already working? Betty, Veronica, I'll cover your biology class next week. You know, Fred, looking at this wallpaper... Yeah, Mary, what do you think? It's too fancy. I think paint would be much neater and simpler. Oh, no. Classic sitcom ending. Okay, I'm going to get out of here. I can feel my acne flaring up, but if I stay much longer, I might need braces. Hope you enjoyed our first comedy adaptation, and it wasn't as awkward as this training bra. Archie Andrews the character was first published in December 1941 in Pep Comics number 22 in hopes of capturing audience from the Mickey Rooney Andy Hardy movies. Archie was so popular that a year later Archie Comics was born and by 1943 Archie had his own radio show on the NBC Blue Network. The radio series would change formats, bounce around to different networks and go through a few casts before it hit its stride in 1945. Archie Andrews' The Radio Series would run through 1953, but that was by no means the end for Archie. His adventures have continued in comics, TV series, both animated and live action, several films, and even a reboot of the comics focused on his son. No matter what form Archie takes, he's definitely America's favorite redheaded teenager. Hey, everybody! It's- 
it's Madison. Thank you so much for listening. This episode is dedicated to David Gallagher, who introduced me to the Archie Radio Show. Thanks, David. You are amazing. And to all of you fabulous listeners out there, I'd super appreciate it if you helped us reach more people. Give us five stars on the podcast platform you listen to. Or, you know, if you want, maybe a nice review. Share and like my social posts. Let the world know women are funny. Okay, thank you guys. And answer, dude, read the credits. Medicine on the Air was written and produced by Chrissy Talon Sage with music composition and audio engineering by Jeremy Sage. The role of Madison Stanish was played by Chrissy Talon Sage. Scott R. McKinley appeared as Fred Andrews. Other actors in the cast were Bonnie Brantley as Mary Andrews, Jeremy Sage as Jughead, Marnie Warner as Betty, Chelsea Greer as Veronica, and Jonathan Winstead appeared as Mr. Sherry. 